Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Welcome to another off-season pod. I've got Nom with me again. Nom, how are you, mate? Yeah, very good. It hasn't been a bad off-season between the World Cups with the Rugby League World Cup and the FIFA World Cup. So, um, yeah, it's been a good summer. It's probably the best off-season we can ask for as league fans. After that grand final, it was a bit of doom and gloom, but straight into the World Cup for the Rugby League. Good World Cup as well with Samoa going as far as they did. Then, obviously, like you said, we also had the T20 World Cup for all the cricket aficionados. So that was a good little tournament with Australia getting bounced early. And then the FIFA World Cup, the Socceroos, you know, in with a shot. Some of the big names in trouble here. So it's like you said, it's, a, it's an interesting time, especially because we're about sub 90 days from first TLT. So it's flying quickly. That's it. Yeah. How good would the Socceroos first win in about 10 odd years? <laughs> well, look, Nob, let's get on to the real game, the God's game, NRL Rugby League. I wanted to come here today with a an idea I got from the around the NFL podcast in America. So in the off season, they do the hot butt coach ranking. So essentially, who has the hottest seat heading into that season? So I've gone through our seventeen teams, and I'm still getting used to not having an an odd number as the league, the teams and having the Dolphins in there. But I've got five different categories from literally will never ever ever get sacked to a couple of poor weeks at the start of the season, we could be seeing a new coach. So if you're right on, let's go, let's dive into the first tier I have. I've got three coaches in this first tier. The tier is called Legends Who Write Their Own Check and Will Never Get Sacked. So I've got three names here. I've got Wayne Bennett of the Dolphins, I've got Craig Bellamy of the Storm, and Tim Sheens of the Tigers. I see no scenario in this season upcoming, no matter what the result is of that team, these three coaches will never get sacked. Do you agree? And is there anyone we need to add or remove from this tier? Well, I was going to... I was surprised when you said Tim... I mean, I didn't think about Tim Sheen's for a moment. I'll, I thought you'd have the sort of dual premiership winning coaches in uh, Robbo and uh, Ivan in there. Look, I thought about it. Um, I just think if you're in that first tier, it's literally there is no scenario. Like, Tim Sheens is not going to get sacked by the Tigers. Wayne Bennett's not getting sacked by the Dolphins. And Bellyache's not getting sacked from the Storm. If, it would never happen. But if the Roosters were to go 0-10 oh, and, and there's unrest in the locker room, or if the Panthers had a big scandal and, like, I'm not... they're You're probably right. Those two could have gone there. But I've gone definite three. I think Wayne Bennett, the super coach, the master coach, the Dolphins would forever be a mockery if they were able to get rid of Bennett, no matter how bad the results are. Tim Sheens, it's actually funny. I had to look up as I was doing the research for this podcast. I'm like, who is the Tigers coach for 2023? I actually don't remember. And then I saw it was Tim Sheens for two, for two years and then Benjamin went, oh, that's right. They're doing that for that experiment. So yeah. it took me a little bit. And then obviously Craig Bellamy, he could have had any job in the NRL. He's obviously taken on that. So I think we start there. I think those three, the Dolphins, the Tigers, and the Storm, no matter the record, those three coaches will end this season as their coach. Yeah, very cool. All right, we go on to tier number two, safest houses. Again, 99% sure they will get to the end of the season. I have six coaches in this tier. I've got Ivan Cleary, Trent Robinson, Todd Payton, Craig Fitzgibbon, Brad Arthur, Cameron Serraldo. So let's just bunch these up together. So 
I think Cleary and Robinson, like you said, the dual premiership winners, they are, you know, on the on the bellyache path in terms of club status and club legends at their club. So I think no-brainers. The two newer coaches on the block, Peyton and Fitzgibbon, obviously bringing their team into the top threes last year, respectively. I think they've written their own check there. I think Brad Arthur could have been in the next tier up in terms of a little bit hotter, but I think that grand final run really did save him. And Cameron Serrano just signed a five-year deal. And he was the hop commodity this season. So I think there's no chance any of them get sacked, uh, especially Cameron Serrano. If you're giving our five-year contracts to a rookie coach, you're sticking with him through whatever results you get in season one. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, Serrano was, like you said, hot property. And I think uh, with the newer coaches, uh, Fitzgibbon and um, Todd Payton, I mean, you know, last, you know, they're, they're fairly new to um, head coaching, but um, their results from last season will have them uh, pretty safe for this uh, 2023. Is there any of those six that you disagree with or is anyone you would put in there that you were surprised didn't call out in that tier? Um, so just again, we'll go Ivan yeah. Cleary, Trent Robinson, Todd Payton, Craig Fitzgibbon, Brad Arthur, Cameron Serrato. Yeah, look, uh, I think, you know, Brad Arthur, you know, I think you already touched upon it. If the Eels didn't make it to, um, you know, the um, the semifinals or the finals, then he would have been the hot water because, you know, there were already uh, murmurs about it towards the end of last season. But, um, yeah, I think that... Uh, the, the grand final uh, berth sort of uh, solidified his spot, at least for the next 12 months. All right, let's go on to tier three. It's a long shot, but dot, dot, dot. I've got three coaches in this tier. Ricky Stewart, Andrew Demetriou, Andrew Webster. So again, let's take these one at a time. So Ricky, uh, Andrew Webster is, is the new Warriors coach, Dom. Obviously, okay. you're not, not to date with the New Zealand Warriors. No. Uh, coaching search, but let's take this one at a time. So let's go Ricky Stewart first. Again, it's a long shot that the Canberraers will ever sack Ricky Stewart. I think he's pretty safe there, but there's been quite a few seasons now where we've kind of looked at it and gone, is Ricky losing touch of this? Do they need to move on from Ricky? So that's just one where, especially with the week got a dog comments, he's flying off the handles in these press conferences. The team's form is erratic. I'm just saying, if it gets to a two and six start and they're at the bottom of the ladder, I wouldn't be surprised. Andrew Demetriou, he was handpicked to replace Wayne Bennett. You know, they made the prelim final last year, but form was erratic last year. Cody Walker getting on in age. Lachlan Ilias, is he really the guy? Can Latrell stay fit for a full 26 rounds and stay on the par? If they go bad, I think South Sydney is the top of clubs to go. Our window short. Let's fix this. And Andrew Webster, look, it's a new coach, but, you know, I think they're kind of waiting for if that next big coach comes on the market. I think they'll be pretty quick on the trigger to get rid of him if the results aren't there and go for someone new. So is there anyone you disagree with being in this tier? And is there anyone that you would add into this tier that who's left? Uh, yeah, like to be honest, I hadn't heard of Andrew Webster before tonight's discussion. I wouldn't put him in the same tier as... Uh, Probably Anthony Seaborn, okay. just because uh, you know first season um, they, you know, admittedly Cameron Serrano's first season, but he's just signed on, like you said, for a five-year contract with uh, Andrew Webster and Anthony um, Seaborn. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, look, I think Ricky Stewart and Dimitri is going to be interesting. Uh, Andrew Webster, when we get to it in our preview podcast, 
I feel like I'm falling in love again with this uh, Warriors team. I could see a wide range of outcomes, so it will be interesting. But we'll move on to Tier 4. And I've just called this the Anthony Seabold tier. And I've got Anthony Seabold in here by himself. <laughs> Nom, you could tell me that they're going to make the top four and make a push for a prelim final. You can tell me they're going to finish with the wooden spoon. I don't know where to put Anthony Seabold in this. Uh, when you look from how he inherited his Rabbits team and the results he got, to going to Brisbane, to being an assistant coach at the Knights, I think there was somewhere else there. That's he was. Yep. Yeah. I just... That the you could have you could have given me fifty guesses, and the NRL coaching pool is not that deep. If they want to get rid of Desi, you could give me fifty guesses. I would not have guessed. Manly, in the state of flux that that club is in right now, would say, you know what, we're going to Anthony Seabold. I was shocked. Is he a good coach? He's proven that he can coach at the, you know, if he's got the team around, him, he can coach it. I'm just stunned that I do think this is a pivotal season for Manly. This is Cherry Evans, the Travoyeviches, some of those really good young fours they have. Are they going to stick around if this goes poorly again? This is a this is a year you get to rank the pairings of who you want to watch this year and to see the off off season and off field storylines. I think Manly's right at the top of the list. It's interesting that you have uh, um, Anthony Seabold in this sort of category on its own. I would have thought, I'm just looking at the teams outside this. So you've got, obviously you've got Adam O'Brien, the very sort of bottom rung, sort of really, you know, on the hot seat along with um, Anthony Griffin and who else do we have there? So we'll skip right to us. We've got four in the danger zone. These four are the yep. hot, hot, hot seats. We've got Adam O'Brien from the Knights, Justin Holbrook of the Titans, Anthony Griffin of the Dragons, Kevy Walters of the Broncos. I have no doubt in my mind those are the four coaches when you look for if there is an 0-4, if there's a 1-5 start, I think every single one of those clubs make a change. And I think the one that is really interesting to me is the fact that Shane Flanagan took himself off the market. Uh, obviously, being a assistant at Manly, I just think that I could see you know if, if let's take let's take him one by one. Let's say Adam O'Brien first. If Caelan Ponga moves into the six, you have Hastings in seven. The forward pack without Clemmer starts to get a bit of shape and gets minutes. They put a good season together. He can stay, but if they're bad, he's definitely gone. Justin Holbrook, if a feeder fires, if they find the right combination between AJ Brimson and Toby Sexton, he can stay. But if they're very, very poor, he'll go straight away. Anthony Griffin, honestly, I could see if they get pumped in the first two rounds, he could be gone by round two. He's probably my favorite for coach of the year to get sacked because for what this if you look at the their off the players off contract at the end of this season, uh, as in the next season. Moses Zembai, uh, Aaron Wood, some of their really old guys to come off the books. This is going to be a young team soon. And do you really want Anthony Griffin being the one to make the decisions like he did last year, you know, not playing Toro Sloan and playing Embai at one? And lastly, Kevy with the Kevolution. You already saw the Ben Iken versus Kevy Walters camps are starting to form now. There was a team four in round 19, finished in ninth. I think all four of those coaches, and I'm not sure if, like you said, Seabold could potentially go in there, 
I just think being a brand new coach, he probably has a little bit more leeway than these guys. But I find no scenario where if these guys are in the bottom two by round five, any of them are still there. Yeah, 100%. I, uh, and I wasn't sure if I these were sort of off-season whispers, but um, I heard sort of a rumour say, I think it was, I'm not sure if it was promised to Sloan or one of those other sort of young guns at uh, St. George that, you know, he, 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 I think there was like some, some murmurs that Hook isn't going to be, that they're not going to renew his contract past this season because Sloan was like, um, I'm an Aryan about leaving. I'm not sure if that, if that if there was any substance to that rumor. So, I um, mean, yeah, I'm not surprised that um, uh, Hook is sort of at the bottom rung here. Well, look, it's. I think Sloan's made a couple of re- release requests. I think Jaden Sullivan yeah. as, well, as well made it. You got Ben Hunt, who you just look at that off-season storyline about the awards night. I think four of the guys showed up for the awards yeah. night. So, I think all these clubs, you know, if you look at each one, I think the Knights and the Titans are pretty unique in terms of they've got one superstar player that really needs to perform or move positions to really get the most out of him in Ponga and Fafita. Griffin, we just spoke about with the win now versus the youth movement. And then Kevy, I just think that that power structure between Ben Iken wanted to go there and really, you know, stamp his mark. Uh, they've got another year now here. They've got to perform this year. If he doesn't, if they don't make finals, he's gone. No doubt in my mind. Even if he, you know, sits around ninth and tenth for the whole season, if they don't make the finals, he's gone. But I think all these coaches, and I think the thing making this list, it's really interesting that to me, in my opinion, nearly half the coaches are in trouble if. A poor season. I feel like it's more than it's ever been. Um, there's obviously a couple of safety uh, options there in terms of the, you know, the old guys and the safest houses guys. But anything from Ricky Stewart down, I think, is in a real. Do we have the amount of coaches to fill if they all get sacked? Obviously not. Uh, but it would not surprise me if you know, two to three to four of these guys don't make it to the end of the season. Yeah, well, how many did we lose in this past season? So we lost. So we lost, uh, we lost Nathan Brown, I think. So that's one. Nathan Madge. Brown. Madge. Barrett. Oh, Madge. Yeah, Barrett. Uh, Desi. Desi, oh, Desi. Desi yeah. did make the season. I feel like there was one more. Well, technically, he made the end of the season, but yeah. yeah that's, he made the end of the season. Four, four this yeah, year. So that's four right there. So, and again, O'Brien, Holbrook, Griffin, and Walter's very lucky to survive the axe. So. Look, it's, it's one that we don't really talk about in the NRL often until like it's really at the point where there's the rumours, but it's just interesting to see as a snapshot, you know. To me, if you look at that, like the Titans, you wouldn't say is a team in desperate danger, but Justin Holbrook as that coach, you know, maybe as a new voice needed, same as Anthony Griffin. So, look, I'm, I'm excited because to me, if coaches are in danger, it means they're either going to two ways. You'll have someone like Anthony Griffin who will just be stuck in his ways and he'll play his veterans. Or you'll have someone like an Adam O'Brien go, let's just shake it up and I'll play, you know, Ponga at six, bring Hastings straight in, or, you know, just try something different. I think these guys, as they're coaching for their careers, potentially can um, give a bit of spark to some of the lower teams like we saw at the end of the season where the performances just weren't there. It'll be interesting seeing these four coaches. Um, yeah, essentially, that's what they'll be doing, sort of playing for their for their careers if um you know if they're like own four like you said um i'll definitely can't imagine um any one of these in this uh bottom group being sacked yeah and i think the thing that we took from last year you look at someone like the newcastle and i started two and oh 
you know, no one really predicted that start. And they kind of really did save Adam O'Brien there because that start, there was so much promise of, look, they beat the Roosters in round one. They're hanging in tight in some of these games. So a fast start will always help a coach stay around. So I think those five clubs really will be wanting to get that early start in there. Um, and again, like I said, there's going to be some coaches that are, you know, Cameron Serraldo, Tim Sheens and Wayne Bennett. No matter how bad they are, that's the bottom three in the ladder. They're not going to get sacked. That's just the way it will be. So there is a chance we might get no coaches sacked. But if I had to put a number on now, I think the over under two and a half, I think that feels right because, again, they're just – this league is just – I think it's, as we saw last year, there's more and more the teams that can, you know, pull an upset out of them. You know, no one's going to beat really the Panthers in the Storm full strength. Uh, when the Roosters are full strength and the Cowboys are full strength. So these bottom teams really need to pick up victories against each other. And that's where you'll get the teams at the bottom to, you know, be in danger of getting eaten alive. Yeah, 100%. I mean, not aware of any sort of new rule changes. So, yeah, don't see the blowouts or anything changing anytime soon. That's it, mate. Well, look, we'll leave it there. Uh, like I said, just a nice little power ranking there. We might come back to that later in the season and see uh, how we were maybe after the first eight or so rounds or maybe near the bye, but a good little pulse check as we head into the off-season. And again, we are going to, once we kind of turn the calendar into 2023, we'll start getting into the season uh, previews. I want to see if there's any more, you know, fringe signings or any news we see from the training camp. So we are ramping up. So, Nom, thanks for coming on, mate. Always a pleasure. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great day, and we'll hear from you soon. Cheers.